This week's episode of Golf in the Commonwealth is presented by Four Craft Cocktails and their new Transfusion Canned Cocktail. The original golf cocktail, Four's Transfusion blends premium vodka with ginger, grape, and lime to create a refreshing, ready-to-drink beverage on or off the golf course. Visit fourcraftcocktails.com to learn more or order online. That's F-O-R-E craftcocktails.com. Must be 21 years and up. Please consume responsibly. Lang with the Virginia State Golf Association, and welcome to this episode of the VSGA's Golf in the Commonwealth podcast. We're recording this on a sunny Sunday afternoon in Suffolk, where the 109th VSGA Amateur Championship will begin on Monday morning, with 120 players vying to be the one of Chorschild's Brothers Trophy come Friday afternoon. I sat down with four competitors at Cedar Point Club prior to a shotgun start practice round to get their thoughts on the course and the state of their games heading into the Amateur Championship. We first talked to the two finalists from last year's amateur, winner Jimmy Taylor and the player he defeated in the final match, Jordan Utley. Adam Houck, a mid-am from Richmond who claimed his first VSGA trophy this spring when he teamed with Blake Carter to win the VSGA four-ball championship at Bay Creek, joins us after that. And we concluded with a chat with 66-year-old Dave Polk, who is the only super senior teeing it up in the field, chock full of top-level college and high school players. Polk is a two-time senior Open of Virginia champion and is ready for the challenge of keeping up with the young pups. For full coverage of the VSGA Amateur Championship throughout the week, be sure to check out VSGA.org for daily recaps and photos. Visit the MyVSGA app to follow along with live scoring throughout the week. Now let's hear from our four guests, starting with Jimmy Taylor. All right, we're here with the defending champion of the VSGA Amateur Championship, Jimmy Taylor. How cool does that sound, coming to an event with an intro like that? Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's sunk in, <laughs> but I mean, it's definitely cool to hear, but yeah, hopefully I can make a run again this year and see what happens. Take us back through that week last year, just everything that went on. I mean, you obviously beat some really good players to, to get yeah. there, beat Nevin Beck and Jordan Utley in the final. Just what are your memories of that week? Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't playing that well going into it. And then, um, I don't know, my mindset usually when I get here is just play smart and get some match play and then see what happens. And yeah, I wasn't hitting it great in the qualifiers, but just kind of managed it really well. Made like nine pars, I think, on the last nine to get in like one inside the cut line. And yeah, I got some match play and my putter got hot. And yeah, that was kind of it. Yeah. Remember you said last year that, that match play was really suits you all. Why do you think that that, that, that uh, is? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of just every hole, you versus the guy in front of you, and you're never really out of it. You just, I mean, even if you have to, like, make a putt for par and they could have a putt for birdie, it's, you could still have the hole or even win it sometimes. So it's just kind of, I don't know, always thinking you have a chance. Yeah. I know, did you get hurt last year afterwards? You have a little bit of a back injury, I think? Yeah, I was dealing with some back stuff, and then I kind of hurt it or tweaked it again in February and didn't play in the spring. So it's getting better, just in some physical therapy and trying to get it stronger. But, yeah, I think my game's moving in the right direction. And, yeah, hopefully it goes well this week. 
Have you had a chance to play much here in the uh, leading up to it? Uh, I think my first tournament back was at Kenridge and didn't play that well, but it was good to be playing again. And I haven't really played in much since then. But yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm. I definitely want to play well this week, but my main goal is just to be fully healthy and playing well for the fall season. So, yeah, I mean, playing well this week. I mean, I, I definitely want to get to match playing, give it a shot, but I don't know. It's just like keep progressing in the right direction, and, yeah, it's just trying to stay positive. Yeah. Has it kind of tempered your expectations a little bit, just knowing that you're kind of working your way back? Yeah. I mean, I think I've definitely gotten – better on the mental side of when I don't play my best just I don't know there's a lot of different things that go into it but I mean yeah it's definitely tempered my expectations but as long as I just keep moving in the right direction and my body keeps feeling better then yeah I mean that's that's a win for me and then anything else is just yeah icing on top of the cake I guess yeah uh, you're playing in this field with uh, one of your old teammates and then also your coach. Um, yeah. Do you have any William Mary side bets going on with this, with uh, especially with Coach Pepperton? Uh, no, I mean, he's a really competitive guy, so I definitely want to go out and beat him. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's just fun getting to be out here with a bunch of guys I know and a lot of good friends. And it's always fun being here with everyone and knowing people you're playing with is always fun. So, yeah, I'm excited. Is it kind of a unique dynamic to have your coach, your college coach, playing in events like this with you? Yeah, it was – yeah, it definitely is. And, like, the funny thing was, I mean, I'd played with him before I got to school some and knew him kind of well. And when our old coach, he just kind of out of nowhere kind of dropped the bomb on us that he was leaving. And I called Tim right after and just told him, like, yeah, our coach left. <laughs> and Yeah, and then he ended up putting his name in – the hat and ended up getting the job which was cool but it's just i don't know he always loves competing with us and pushes pushes us to be better but it's also good like being able to play some practice rounds or at least talk about stuff with him because he's really good at managing his game and helping us do that so it's a plus awesome well one more and i'll let you go here but uh, what do you think about cedar point if you played here much and yeah i actually played here a handful of times my dad played golf at UNC and is from this area and he was a member here during college and he's got a couple like good childhood friends that are still members here so if we're ever in the area we usually play around here and yeah it's a great course it's looks like it's in great shape I know my dad is down here for the member guest a couple weeks ago and yeah I love this course cool man yeah all right well best of luck to you thanks for joining awesome. us thank you here with uh, three-time VSJ amateur finalist Jordan Utley. Jordan, thanks for uh, joining us here today. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, um, you know, says it all right there. Three times making it to the championship match. I know you haven't won yet, but uh, at the same time, just take us through the difficulty of being able to do that and to, to do that three different times. Um, yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, every year, if I went back and looked at 14, 17, and 21, I would say that they're all very different. Each match is different. Um, it's just the, the format is, a, is a, something that have, has always sat well with me. It fits my game, and that mano a mano type feel is is very um, intriguing for me. It, it just it excites me. So, but you know that you only got to beat one guy in the field, and I think that's ultimately the best part about this event is if you can get yourself into match play. It's just hey. You gotta suck it up and you gotta beat the guy across from you yeah. and um 
no question that the, the challenge of getting to the finals is certainly great, um, but it's time to, to get over the top. Yeah. Uh, what, what kind of changes do you think you can make to, to help that process? I'm not sure there is anything. Mm. You know, you can lean on the experience all you want, but at this point I'm leaning on three losses, so I don't really want to lean too much on that. Mm. Um, so with, with that said, it's just a matter of I've tried to get better, um, you know, in my spare time, which is not a lot these days, but I've kind of got a, a game plan that I try to stick to. And today we'll just be at the practice round. We'll just be confirming that plan. I'm very familiar with Cedar Point, so I'm looking forward to being out here again and had success here before. So um, it really will, will boil down to being committed to what makes me me and not getting sucked into the younger guys you can smash it all around or you know whatever it might be i've kind of had to shut that out and realize that you know i'm you know 36 years old and my body is limited what i can do but what i can do is still pretty good speaking of wins instead of losses we'll talk about the rga city amateur you just won that uh recently could just to take us through that week and how that went sure yeah i mean that was quite a uh fun you know three plus days i guess and culminating in father's day you know my dad was out there caddying i had my three kids and wife were out there so it kind of just it culminates into such a cool experience of kind of seeing the kids run across the green and giving me a hug and like that sort of stuff is kind of dream worthy you know at least for me i i wanted them to see dad win and and they got to see it now do they care do will they remember i don't know but at least for me it kind of was the the ultimate experience of this is why I still play. If I'm going to still go out and spend a bunch of time to practice, time to come here and play in tournaments, it's got to be worth it. And at least for a weekend, they got to see all the hard work pay off. Yeah. Um, you talked about Cedar Point and having some success here. What do, what do you like about this track? Uh, first off, it's always in great shape. I was just talking with Dustin Groves a second ago about the, they never – do a great job making tremendous effort out here they want us out here they, the golf course will be in great shape but it's still got a little bit of old-timey feel to it it's uh again i would never consider it to be a, a long drive paradise you got to be able to move the ball both ways and uh, there's going to be some par threes that you got to hit good long irons and uh those tend to play into my strength a little bit um it's just not going to be drive at 350 and, and hit wedges all day. Some people might try to do that, and some might be successful, but others may not be. Um, but it's just setting-wise, it just gets you in a good frame of mind being out here on the river. And if we can get some good weather this week, uh, we're really looking forward to uh, seeing the golf course again. Is 18 as good of a closing hole as there, there is in Virginia as far as, as at tournament golf? It's just really difficult, but probably fair but difficult yeah that's a great description it, it certainly is both um especially if i remember correctly i feel like it plays into the prevailing wind out here a lot too coming off the water so in, in terms of challenging holes in the state for 18th hole i mean certainly top five potentially um, i mean i think a t really tough holes like um, like the 18th at the Cascades of all things, you know, it being a par three, it's still just a challenging par three. And then you've got the 18th hole at like Farmington, 18th hole at Keswick. Like these holes are ones that you just got to step up and be committed to your shot and, and hit good shots. And, and 18th out here is 
absolutely qualifies as one demanding two hard but three fair and, it, and if matches get to the 18th hole out here and you've gotten win 18th hole with even a birdie i mean a par might win a, a pretty good number of matches so uh the goal is to not see that hole this week right <laughs> for sure for sure well jordan we appreciate you joining us today best of luck to you this week appreciate it thanks guys with the humidity across the Commonwealth where it is, and so many water coolers still not out, you need a drink that's cold and refreshing. An easy go-to can be the new Transfusion canned cocktail from Four Craft Cocktails. Four's Transfusion blends premium vodka with ginger, grape, and lime to create a refreshing ready-to-drink beverage on or off the course. Visit fourcraftcocktails.com to learn more or to order a four-pack online. That's F-O-R-E craftcocktails.com. Must be 21 years and up, and please consume responsibly. All right, we're here with Adam Houck, who was part of the winning side at the VSJ Four Ball Championship back in May at Bay Creek, because we were just talking about that place. And, um, thanks for joining us today, Adam. Thank you. Um, you know, just tell us about that, about being part of that win. And I know that that has been a goal of yours for a long time, to be able to lift a VSGA trophy and to yeah. be able to get it done. It, uh, it took a long time for it to set in. Um, just didn't feel real for a really long time. It's You're, you're kind of – you're so in the moment. You're just so – you're trying to get it done, and you're just, you're just grinding. You're trying to help your partner. You're trying to do everything you can to win. And then you – and you – Blake makes that putt on 18 – and there's that moment of shock where you just kind of go, my goodness, we got the lead and we can't lose. Like worst worst case that we knew that, you know, Joey and Drew, if they hold it from the fairway, we'd go to a playoff. I mean, the, the odds are low, but still the odds are, it's a chance it happens, right? But you, so in a state of shock and through that whole kind of giving you the trophy and then the whole, for me, they handed me the trophy and I, first name I saw in there was Lanny Watkins and I said, I'm not sure my name really belongs on a trophy with Lanny Watkins, but um, it took a it took a long time for it to settle in. It it feels it feels wonderful now looking back on it because I love Bay Creek so much. I I just love going there and um, yeah. Now it now it feels wonderful and good to get right back at it here at another golf course that I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, what kind of shape is your game in right now? Good. Yeah. Um, took a little bit of time after Bay Creek to. You know, let myself decompress and then got back to it. Uh, you know, played okay at the Richmond City Am. Um, potted really well, just hit the ball kind of kind of poorly and got some things figured out the last week. And uh, I'm I'm happy where I am. Now I just got to tell my, my friend and my coach um, last night just saying, I just kind of zombie my way around this golf course, which is you know, kind of get your head out of the way and just just go play and let things happen and don't try and don't try and control too much. You know, as part of the kind of the mid-am contention out here, I mean, what? How do you kind of balance work and and, and practice and playing and your game and all that stuff? It's hard, right? Um, I think I'm. I mean, I'm so fortunate with the job that I have that I can be flexible with the with the times that I practice, right? So I'll if I've got an hour break between conference calls or a two-hour break between conference calls, I'll go hit balls and I'll take calls either on the practice range, I'm driving to back and forth if I don't have to be in front of my computer, um, but then working in the evenings, at night, on weekends, you know, and working on that that flexibility and trying to find that balance, it's it's not like eat, sleep, golf the way it used to be, you know, kind of growing up. And so you just got to, I mean, golf's incredibly important to me, but it's not, it's not number one for me anymore, right? Um, 
it's something that I love doing, and I just I got to find the time to do it. And it's of course it's a game that demands time, right? If you don't you don't put in the time, you're just you're just not going to get it. Yeah. When you look at this tournament, I know that uh, making match plays not easy. I mean, no. what's what's the biggest biggest uh, thing mentally that you have to do to keep yourself in it for these two days? I th- it's I think it's difficult. You can't play yourself in the form because you've only got two rounds. So you got a longer tournament. You kind of ease your way in, and you can do that. But with with this tournament, I always find I play my best. Well, I, I have my best results if if my game's where it needs to be coming in, and and then you just got to stay more patient and more committed than you ever think you can be. And just if it's if it's there and your game is there, then it's going to happen. And if it's not there, two rounds is really hard to to make up anything. You know, you make a double, and man, you're. I mean, probably match play this week will be. I don't know, probably even par, maybe. So I mean, play, haven't played the course today, but I mean, even par, you make you make a double, and if you're not making birdies, it's you're already kind of up against the wall, so to speak. And it was even you know, like Petersburg last year with the, the softer conditions. I mean, you knew it was going to be two under par, or so or three under to make match play, and you just you start making bogeys, and you go, man, I gotta I gotta stay patient, but at the same time, I gotta get some red scores on the on the card, otherwise, this is going to be a really short week. Yeah. Um, what is it about this course that you like? So my first VSGA major I ever played here um, was the four ball. Um, what was that, 10, 15 years ago? I can't remember when it was. but um, So it was the, I've got good memories of of that. Um, and it's a golf course that you got to think your way around. you got to hit it both ways. Um, you got to... You got to stay patient. It's not so much of a bomb and gouge. There are a lot of corners that you think you can cut, but if you get too aggressive, there are tons of trees at the corners of the dog legs. So if you miss a, the angles can be kind of severe. So like number um, number three, for example, that um, that par five. If you try and cut the corner and you miss it, you're you're in trouble. Same thing on four. Um, there's a couple things you got to really pay attention, and, and you know, nine and eighteen are all you want. Nine is one of the hardest par threes in Virginia, and then 18, depending on the wind. I mean, I've laid up at that hole many times, and I was think driving, you know, driving here today. I said I, it might just play as a three shotter. You know, if you make if you make a par and a bogey there, you're probably half a shot better than the field, maybe a shot better in the field. Like it's, I remember that when the the last four ball was here. Um, we played with Frank and, and Dudley when they won, and I mean, I remember I hit a really good tee shot. I hit I hit three wood into eighteen, and I hit three wood into nine because mm. the wind was right off the river, just into your face, and it's two thirty five into that headwind. You're saying this is with the, especially on eighteen with the pond on the left. I mean, it's the percentage play is to try and chip it down there and then wedge it up and make um, you know make par the hard way. But um, yeah, I just I love that you've got a it's not a bomb and gouge type approach, which I think helps the mid-ams. Um, haven't seen the rough. If the rough is up, that helps us too. Um, it's just all going di- to you know, dictate based upon the wind. If it's, I mean, the forecast I saw yesterday was 10 to 20, so it's kind of normal for here. If it really blows and the, and the rough is up, then could be more mid-ams in, the, in match play than you're usually accustomed to. That's my guess. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, best of luck this week, Adam. Thank Appreciate you. your uh, your time today. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.
We're here with uh, Dave Polk, who is a two-time senior opener Virginia champion, correct? Correct. And uh, what, what, what motivated you to want to play against the young kids here in this one? I mean, you're uh, obviously the only super, super senior in the field here this week. Well, uh, you know, I played college golf uh, 44 years ago, something like that, uh, since I've played. And uh, still enjoy, you know, the challenge of a longer golf course and playing against some of the younger players. So uh, given the close proximity uh, of the course to Williamsburg, uh, I just figured I'd give it a shot. And a qualifier was across town at Williamsburg Club. And uh, I said, I don't even have to travel for the qualifier too far. So I thought I'd give it a shot and uh, somehow made it through that. And, uh, you know, looking forward to playing Cedar Point again. I haven't played it in a few years, but I've played it a few times. I, I think it's a really good golf course, and uh, uh, we'll uh, give it a shot against the young kids and see whether we can uh, find a way to find our A game for a couple of days. What's the biggest challenge of going through an event like this versus uh, playing in like the super seniors and the senior short playing, things like that? Uh, it's probably the fact that, uh, you know, I'm not going to hit it as far as pretty much everybody else in the uh, field. I still hit it okay. Uh, but uh, there's going to be some uh, long par fours and some uh, uh, shots going in there with uh, two and three irons where they're hitting eight irons or something like that. So it's going to be a little difficult to uh, uh, keep my scoring average on uh, some holes anywhere close to what they can do. But um, uh, hopefully, you know, we'll uh, find a way to make a few putts and, uh, you know, scramble pretty well and uh, turn in some good scores and see if we can't get close to the cut line and uh, with any luck we'll make it and then we'll see how we do in match play if we get that opportunity. Yeah. Um, how were you feeling at coming off of the Super Senior Short Play? I know it was a disappointing result for you at the end there, but just where your game is right now. Yeah, uh, tee to green I was playing pretty good. Uh, putting uh, both days was, was pretty bad uh, and We'll see whether or not we found a, a few secrets to, to make a few more uh, putts. Uh, yeah, it was disappointing to uh, to not finish uh, uh, better in the super senior, and then for that matter, in the senior, I uh, I missed a lot of putts. But uh, Steve played well, and he he uh, uh, you know would have won that even if I'd have made my share. Uh, and uh, you know, getting a few uh, uh, tournaments under my belt. Uh, It'll help, you know, in, in uh, third time around. We'll uh, see if we uh, uh, can at least be competitive with a younger field. And if not, I might still try next year. You never know. But uh, there's a lot of tournaments coming up. And uh, uh, the more tournaments I can get in after not having played for a while, uh, uh, the better for uh, being able to uh, play in the later senior events uh, that happen in July and August. So we'll look yeah. forward to those, too. Was it just kind of the COVID factor for you for, for missing out on some of the action? Yeah, last couple of years, uh, last couple of years uh, I wasn't going to uh, travel, uh, and um, uh, my wife has some immune issues, so I'm very cautious as to uh, uh, where I go and um, how close I was to people during that period of time. And it, it's still an issue, uh, but it's you know loosened up a little bit with the vaccinations and that type of thing. And also, I was uh, doing some consulting work the past couple of years. Uh, I'm still doing a little bit of that, which takes me away from being able to practice as much as I'd like. But all those combination of factors, uh, I just you know took a couple of years off and and played in a couple events. But uh, hope to play a, a pretty full schedule this year and see whether we uh, can't uh, get a win or two uh, later this year. I don't expect to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll have fun. Yeah, I will have fun. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, 
you know, your uh, uh, comment about being the oldest guy in the field and that type of thing. Uh, uh, I thought to myself, well, at least I got a, a, a mention. <laughs> and then uh, my uh, wife and some of the members got a good kick out of that. So uh, you're right. We'll have some fun this week. Awesome. Well, best yeah. luck to you, Dave. Thanks, Thanks Chris. I appreciate it. Thanks to all of our guests today. Good luck to everyone teeing it up this week at Cedar Point. Before we go, I wanted to give a shout-out to the winners of several VSGA championships held last week. First, Super Senior Stroke Play Championship at Lake Chesna Golf Club produced winners in three age groups. Kevin McMillan won the 65-plus age division with a birdie on the first playoff hole, staving off David Partridge and Dave Polk. Van McCarter was the winner in the 70-plus age division, and Mike Brown won his second state title in the event, claiming the championship in the 75-plus age group. He won the 70-plus title in 2021 at Hidden Creek Country Club. Up north at Mount Vernon Country Club, four players claimed titles in the VSGA Women's Stroke Play Championships. Alexandra Austin won her second VSGA Women's Stroke Play title, besting Lauren Greenleaf by one stroke. Andrea Miller was the winner in the Senior Women's Stroke Play, recording a record-shattering 14-shot victory. In the Super Senior Women's Stroke Play Championship, Linda Duvall rallied late and won with a par on the first playoff hole, besting Arlene Hoffman. And Chelsea Hester claimed the title in the first VSGA Net Women's Stroke Play Championship. And finally, at Willow Oaks Country Club, Grayson Wood topped Jake Albert 3-2 to win the 31st VSGA Junior Match Play Championship. Both Wood and Albert are in the field this week at Cedar Point. That will wrap this edition of Golf in the Commonwealth. Thanks for everyone for listening, and so long until next time. This week's episode of Golf in the Commonwealth is presented by Four Craft Cocktails and their new Transfusion Canned Cocktail. The original golf cocktail, Four's Transfusion blends premium vodka with ginger, grape, and lime to create a refreshing, ready-to-drink beverage on or off the golf course. Visit fourcraftcocktails.com to learn more or order online. That's F-O-R-E craftcocktails.com. Must be 21 years and up. Please consume responsibly.